Welcome to another episode of the School of Purpose podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping emerging purpose-driven leaders and entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, inspiration, and principles for success for their life, their business, and their career. Now let the class begin. Good day, good day, good day. Welcome to another episode of the School of Purpose podcast. This is your host, Mark Heath Brayton, lifestyle entrepreneur, inspirational speaker, and life coach to the purpose-driven leader and entrepreneur. I'm so glad that you joined me on today because I am really excited about what is to come. I have a question for you. Have you started planning for the new year? What are your goals? What are your aspirations for 2017? Well, I'm glad that you are joining me today because today's discussion is going to be just that. Why you should start planning for your 2017 right now. Why you should start planning for your 2017 right now. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. I truly enjoyed spending time with my family and having a moment of just family time and sharing memories with my family. And I hope that you did the same And as I was spending time with my family and really beginning to, you know, think about what I wanted my 2017 to look like, I couldn't help but to say, hey, this is what the podcast should be about this week. And so we're just going to talk about some points and principles that I think would be important for you to consider as you begin to plan and set goals for 2017. 17. You know, I'm a firm believer of setting goals and having an action plan for what I want to accomplish. I haven't always been that way. I haven't always made the best of plans. Honestly, I'm really not that great of a planner. But I realize as I have gotten older that planning and setting goals really help me to stay focused on what it is that I truly want out of life and what it is that I truly want for my business. And so that's why we're going to really dig deep into discussing some of these principles and some of the things that I think you should highly consider as we move into 2017. Before we get started, I want to share a quick quote with you from Jack Canfield, who is the author of The Chicken Soup for the Souls, as well as Success Principles. Jack Canfield says this. He says, successful people maintain positive focus in life no matter what is going on around them. They stay focused on their past successes rather than their past failures and on the next action steps they need to take to get them closer to the fulfillment of their goals rather than all the other distractions that life presents to them. 
And so we always want to be focused on our next action steps. We don't want to necessarily focus so much on our past failures, but we definitely want to focus on the action steps from those failures. And as you think about your 2016, what are some things that you have learned from the failures that you experienced this year in 2016? These are things that you can build up on as you move toward 2017. These are things that you can course correct as we move towards 2017. And these are things that will benefit you as you began to plan your 2017 year. So what I want to do first is I want to talk to you today about why you should start planning for 2017. There's an old adage that says that when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. When you fail to plan, you plan to fail. When we plan, we basically are setting ourselves up for success. Sometimes we plan and things don't necessarily always go the way that we want it to go. But when we plan, we also have an opportunity that even when things are not going the way that we want them to go, we have an opportunity to revisit so that we can plan a better way. So you want to always be ahead of the game and not behind it. You don't want to leave this year before you actually take time out to plan for the coming year. No, the year is not over. Yes, we still have time left in this year, but you don't want 2016 to completely go out without taking time out to plan for your year. You want to start planning and putting the systems and processes into place now so that you can start your 2017 with a big bang. Think about it this way. If you were going to launch a new product in your business, would you wait until the day before to start planning for that product? No. You would implement a strategy. You would implement some interest-building opportunities for people who may want to do business with you or to purchase that product. It's the same thing with your goals and your aspirations for the new year. The best thing you can do for yourself and for your business in order to get great results for 2017 is to take some time out now in 2016 to plan your 2017. So here are a few tips that I want to share with you today to kind of help you begin the planning process for your 2017. Number one, revisit the year so far. Can you believe it? We are already at the end of November. What has transpired over the year? Start your strategic planning session right now with reviewing what has happened in 2016. 
What was some of your wins? I like that word wins. And typically when I'm doing a coaching call or a coaching session, I always ask my clients, what were your wins for the week? So what were your wins for the year? This provides you an opportunity to really hone in on the things that you did well during the year, the things that you celebrated during the year. What were your wins? And then you want to ask yourself, what didn't go as well as you hoped for? Where were those problem areas? Were there any projects or opportunities that you wanted to get done, but you didn't make it happen? Take some time out to discover your wins, but then to also look at, well, what didn't I get done and what didn't necessarily go the way that I wanted it to go? Number two, set your goals now, I like to use a software on my iPad called Simple Mind. And Simple Mind is a mind mapping app where you can literally mind map out your goals for the year or your goals for a particular product in your business or particular projects. And so you want to set your goals. What do you want to accomplish in 2017? I believe that many of us do not accomplish the things that we desire because we are not really clear on what we want to accomplish or what we want in our lives and business. Set some short-term goals and set some long-term goals. You want to pay particular attention to how you will measure your success with these goals. And I always am a big advocate of SMART goals because A goal is truly not a goal without having an opportunity or an ability to measure the success of the goal. So instead of setting vague goals such as um, lose weight in 2017, you want to be specific about how much weight you actually want to lose in 2017. You want to double your sales for the year. Well, you're able to measure that because you know what your sales revenue was in 2016. And if you are specific in saying, I want to double my sales revenue goal in 2017, that is something that is measurable. So you want to set very clear and concise goals And like I said, I like to use software sometimes that will help me to really see my goals clearly and be able to map out a strategy on how I'm going to accomplish them. Number three, you want to break your goals down into actionable steps. Now, this is key. It's not enough just to have a goal. You also want to have a strategy on how you're going to achieve that goal. Once you have your goals set and you know how you will measure your success, you can then work backwards, start with the end in mind and define what actions need to be taken to get you there. Be very specific once again. So here is a great example. 
for those of you who are wanting to build an online business or you're wanting to increase your sales or wanting to get in front of your potential clients. Here's a great example using Facebook ads. Create a Facebook ad and you don't want to keep it general. You want it to be very specific and targeted towards your client. Break it down a little bit further. You want to write the Facebook ad copy. Then you want a graphic made. Then you want program ads to be able to track your results. So see, there were three steps in creating or having a successful Facebook ad. You can't just say, I want to have a Facebook ad. But if you begin with the end in mind, you can break down that process into steps. Think about and make a note of how long you think each task will take when setting your goal. This will help you when it comes to scheduling your time and help you reduce any overwhelm that you might experience. So you want to break your goals down into actionable items. Number four, assess your resources. What resources do you have in order to accomplish your goals in 2017? One of my goals is to write my very first book. And of course, I'm going to break it down into actionable steps. And then I need to really sit down to think about, okay, what resources do I need and what resources do I have already access to? Once you have a solid list of the needs, think about, your resources and which and how many need to how much of those resources do you need to accomplish your goal what do you need to make it happen i need resources for that book right and so i need to be able to calculate how much will it take in order for me to produce the book financially but then also to be able to purchase books to be able to sell to potential clients. And so it's also a great time to think about what you can delegate. This is a great reason why you want to assess your resources, because there may be some things that you can delegate to others that you may have to pay someone to do for you as you are pressing toward fulfilling your goals in 2017. And then number five, you want to schedule and delegate. The best way to make your goals and priorities real is to schedule them. Pull out your calendar and start penciling in all the actionable steps that you have identified. I mentioned, I believe on last week's podcast that I use Google Task and Google Calendar. This way, I have an opportunity to be able to name my task for a specific time during the day. Things really go a lot more smoothly when you have actionable items in your calendar and you assign a time to get it done. And so those are five things I believe would be very beneficial for you in 
preparing for your 2017 and getting things done. You want to revisit the year so far of 2016. Then you want to set your goals. What are the top, I would say, three goals that you want to accomplish in 2017? You want to break those goals down into actionable steps. And then you want to assess the resources that you need and that you have in order to get those goals accomplished. And then you want to schedule and delegate. Schedule the actionable steps in your calendar and then identify of those steps. What can I delegate to someone else to get it done for me? So those are a few tips to help you get started in planning for 2017. I also want to share with you some questions that you can ask yourself as you are writing down these things as you are strategizing and planning for your 2017. Here are eight questions to get your creative and strategic juices flowing so that you can prepare to be successful in 2017. You want to ask yourself, what were my breakthroughs? Hopefully you did have some breakthroughs in 2016 or what I would call some grand slams. Don't move too fast from those opportunities or from those grand slams because there are lessons that you learn from those breakthroughs. Not only should you make time to enjoy and celebrate those breakthroughs, you should deeply reflect on what enabled those breakthroughs and what principles and strategies uh, did, that you applied that were very helpful in you being successful in that particular area. Second question that you want to ask yourself to get those creative juices moving is what were the breakdowns? What were my breakdowns? There is no upside to brooding about breakdowns, but there is an advantage in doing post-mortems to find the causes. Look for what's and the whys that contributed to your breakdowns. One good example that I have is that last week I wanted to do a webinar. And the webinar did not necessarily go as planned because I did not have a lot of people to sign up for the webinar. As a matter of fact, I only had two people who actually came on the webinar. So that would be considered a breakdown. But I was able to go back to really evaluate, well, what did I do wrong to where individuals were not notified or aware of the breakdown? I mean, of the webinar, excuse me. And when I began to think about why people were not aware, I was able to really begin to strategize my next steps on how I would create a buzz for my next webinar. So no breakdowns in the past year. Good for you. But certainly you had some moments where you came close to experiencing a disaster. 
So if you don't believe you had any breakdowns, you there are some times where you came close to experiencing a potential breakdown. So you want to evaluate what those breakdowns were for you so that you can have an opportunity to begin to strategize on how not to have those breakdowns in 2017. Number three, who delivered? This is a great question to ask yourself because this gives you an opportunity to evaluate your relationships. Who delivered for you? Who supported you? Who had your back? Who was in your corner? This is a great question because you want to make sure that you have the right people on your bus. You want to make sure that you have the right people who will support you and push you and hold you accountable to the dreams that you say that you have for the new year. You don't want individuals in your camp that distract you from moving forward toward what you say that you want in your life, in your business, in your career. So I would ask you to sit down and make a list of those individuals who you believe were very supportive for you during 2016 and really had your back in pursuing or in helping you to pursue your goals in 2016. Number four, who disappointed? Were there some individuals who disappointed you in supporting you toward uh, holding you accountable to what you said you wanted? You know, we all experience or have relationships that disappoint us. But these are not necessarily always relationships that you need to not continue, but allows you the opportunity to reflect on where were the disappointments. Evaluate who you need to improve or replace to make your life or your business more efficient. Who disappointed? Question number five, where do you need to persist? Where do you need to become more consistent? Where do you need to really hone in on your craft? This is a great question. Results aren't linear. They arrive in fits and starts. Because we haven't seen a gradual payout from some efforts or we haven't seen results right now in some efforts. We begin doing them less and eventually stop doing them altogether. And when I read that particular sentence, I began to think about my own personal endeavors and things that I have done. Just because I didn't get the right result or the result that I wanted right away, I found myself not being as consistent. I found myself really not being as focused as I needed to be. And I would find myself potentially spending time learning something new instead of refocusing my attention and finding a better way to accomplish the goal at hand. So evaluating what to persist at is both science and art. If evidence from others who have benefited is compelling, don't quit 
prematurely because you haven't seen the payoff yet. You want to stay consistent. If you have experienced individuals who are doing something similar to you and they have found success, know that your success will be found in the persistence of staying the course. Number six, what do you need to let go? Ask yourself that question. What do I need to let go or who do I need to let go? Don't stubbornly cling to practices or relationships or projects that have never reached a critical mass of success. We persist in the wrong things sometimes out of habit and fear of admitting failure. It's okay to fail, but it's not okay to stay and wallow in your failure. What do you need to let go? What projects, what products are not working for you? Now is a good time for you to free up needed resources by letting go of unproductive, wasteful opportunities. What do you need to let go? And number seven, what are the biggest threats to achieving your goals in 2017? We always talk about many times doing SWOT analysis or many of us would have, have experienced SWOT analysis. And a part of the SWOT analysis is identifying your threats. Don't you, like me, see threats well in advance and yet refuse to deal with them until it's too late? How many of you have waited too late to deal with your threats? So, be proactive. Confront your threats. Know what they are so that if they ever rear their head, you have a strategy to be able to deal with your threats. Take steps to avoid what you can and develop a contingency plan for what you can't. This whole podcast is all about planning helping you to better strategize your 2017 as we draw closer to the end of this year. And number eight, last but not least, if we're going to identify our threats, we definitely want to identify our greatest opportunities. What opportunities exist for you to grow? What opportunities exist for you to establish new business with new clients? What things do you need to learn in order to build your lifestyle business, in order to step away from your job? What opportunities exist for you to generate new income streams, new revenue for your business? Opportunities are all around us. Opportunities all around us. The question is, is do we pay enough attention to these opportunities? We want to reflect before the end of the year on the opportunities that we have before us so that we can make 2017 our best year 
ever. So just to go through these eight questions that you should ask yourself before you move into 2017 to get some of your creative juices flowing is you want to ask yourself, what were my breakthroughs? Number two, you want to ask yourself, what were my breakdowns? Number three, ask yourself, who delivered for me in 2016? Number four, who disappointed me in 2016? Number five, where do you need to persist and remain consistent? Number six, what do you need to let go? And I added as well, who do you need to let go? Number seven, what are the biggest threats to your achieving your goals in 2017? And number eight, what were the greatest or what are the greatest opportunities to you achieving your goals in 2017. Now is the time to start planning for your 2017. Now is the time for you to create a strategy if you ever want to change your life perspective. If you want to get that business started in 2017, now is the time to start strategizing and planning Perhaps that strategy and planning requires you to hire a coach that can help you. And guess who I recommend? (laughs) But you definitely want to connect yourself with individuals who can help you make that transition. Now is the time to start planning. I recently posted in my on my website an opportunity for you to receive a free gift from one of my mentors as well as coaches, Michael Hyatt. Michael Hyatt has a great program that he is launching called Your Best Year Ever. And there's a free gift that you can receive right there on my website as you begin to plan for your 2017. And all you have to do is to go to my website, www.markeithbrayton.com. And there on the right sidebar of my website, you will see an image called Your Best Year Ever. All you have to do is click that image and you'll be able to download a free PDF right there from my website in order to help you begin to get started in planning your best year ever. Also on my website, I have a three-part video series that I would like to offer to you free of charge, and it's called Get Unstuck, Get On Purpose, Live Full Out. And all you have to do to access that particular free gift is go to w www.markeithbrayton.com forward slash get unstuck www.markeithbrayton.com forward slash get unstuck I thank you for joining me this week I am committed to making sure that I am right here Same place, same time, each and every Monday with a brand new podcast providing you value to help you lead and succeed 
on purpose to help you stay inspired and to help provide some principles of success that will enhance your life, your business and your career. If there are any topics that you would like for me to cover, anything that you feel like would be of value to your life or to your business, please let me know by going to my website and tapping the contact me page and filling out the form, letting me know topics and areas that you would feel would be valuable to helping you to advance your life and or your career. I thank you for joining me today. I thank you for going to visit my website, signing up for my email list. And I want you to also subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or in Google Play. And all you have to do is hit the subscribe button. But then I also ask that you take one further step and rate today's podcast. What do you think about the podcast? What are some of your insights that you would like to share? I love to read your reviews and I'm so appreciative of it. And so until next week, I want you to remember this. Life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. And it's time for you to realize that your purpose is at hand and that you can be successful at the right assignment. All you have to do is be committed, dedicated, and focused on doing what you were created to do. Until next time, be blessed, have a great week, and always remember this, shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded.